things you've never known It's been tough, rough going But you haven't gone alone We do more before 9 a.m. than most people do all day Hey, First Sergeant Good morning You can do it in the army All right, welcome back you have any idea how many people that inspired in the 80s to join the military, as silly as that was? It also inspired a lot of jokes. If, you're, if you grew up in the 80s, as I did, I mean, I vividly remember, be all that you can be, have a messed up life, and an ugly wife, and me. It's great. It, it's amazing how far we have fallen from those times where people were proud to join the military. Uh, I'm gonna give you some numbers the Army is not meeting their quota. Not that that should be of any surprise to anybody. In 2022, they had a sharp decline in what their uh, goal was. They have a very ambitious goal of how many recruits they're going to get this year. One of the problems that they're going to have and probably one of the problems that they have had is that their image has been damaged because they decided to go the woke route. The federal government was more interested in making your child woke than they were making them into a warrior. I don't know too many parents that would uh, be willing to send their kid to the military at this time. I mean, it's not even send. Most most people that join the military do it because they have a desire to do it. You know, they're, they're a special breed of people. Not everybody's willing to serve. Um, but I would say as a parent, it used to be you were really proud that you'd send your kids to the army, and I'm sure there's still army, military, any of our any of our branches. And I would say that most parents, and even some today, are still proud. But we've gotten to a point where most people look at joining the military as a joke, which is disturbing because you need your military, and it's it's a shame that this newer generation is growing up like that. the uh, The army's come under fire recently for embracing all of their left wing values. Um, one example of that, and I'm, I'm going to give you a few actually, but one example of that is the advertising scheme that emphasized the different kinds of people who could join the for, uh, the service, and they highlighted same-sex families. I don't know if you remember that. It was a cartoon uh, commercial. It was amazingly ridiculous uh, that that's what you were using to try to entice people who want to be warriors to join the military uh, left-wing trends also that the military is pushing in their education and personnel policies they're emphasizing inclusion of the alphabet community service members doubling down on outreach to minority communities uh, and teaching crt and also giving pronoun advice to military academies so they've been doing a good job making you not want to support them i would say as a conservative, most conservatives probably don't support them anymore. And if their kids were thinking about joining the military, and you have a lot of families where the military, it is a family thing. I mean, the blood runs deep. Each one of them are a service member. And I think you're even getting to a point now in society where there are so many of them that are scared that I've raised this child to be an American-loving, solid U.S. citizen. I would love nothing more for them than to serve their country. But if I happen to let my child go down this path, 
what is he or she going to come back looking like? Are they going to come back with pink hair and different pronouns? Are they going to come back telling you that they were born in the wrong body and they're a different gender? Are they going to come back and insist that mom and dad use their newly founded pronouns? You're just not sure anymore. And even if they're not, and let's say that they are strong-minded enough that they're able to just go in there and put all that to the side and want to serve, then you look at, well, how weak is the military and are they really going to have their back anymore these days? Shame that we have to think that way, but that's the reality of the situation right now. As far as 2022 is concerned and their objective of, of recruits, they wanted to enlist at least 60,000 new members and they missed that goal by 25%. Um, they are stretching the goal, which, which I, I can't even begin to understand, but they're stretching the goal. Uh, in 2023, they'd like to have 65,000 members enlisted if they missed it by 25% last year. I don't know what makes them think that they're going to make up that ground. Plus, uh, they are starting a new campaign. They're trying to change their image. I'm going to play for you the audio of the most recent. You heard the one from 1981, Reagan's time, back when, like I said, people were uh, – Happy to join the military, and as, and as silly as that song was, it got a lot of people pumped to get in there and serve the country. Well, I'm going to give you the latest where it looks like they're going to try to back off of their woke image. I'm not going to, I certainly am not going to say that they're going to stop trying to put CRT in programs and pronouns, and they're not going to try to re educate your children while they're in there but they're certainly going to try to give the appearance that they're going to back away from that and get back to doing what they're supposed to be doing, which is training warriors. Here is that audio. What does it mean when people say America is a land of opportunity? It means we strive to be a nation of limitless possibilities. Exploring those possibilities isn't just an inclination. It's our greatest strength, the power to discover to redefine yourself to improve yourself to challenge yourself to challenge yourself to challenge yourself to realize there's more in you than you ever knew that you could do to be all you can be to be all you can be let's go let's go let's go it means never assuming something can't be done and if it's the right thing to do never stopping until you achieve it that's how the u.s army has succeeded since the founding of this country since the founding of this country giving people an open field to explore what they do best with the best tools the best training, the best technology in the world. The possibilities really are endless. And the world sees that. It's what we fight for every day. Every day. Every day. Seeing those possibilities, then going out and achieving them, that's winning. And we all know that winning matters. Having possibilities matters. It's what makes every soldier swear that I will support, support and defend the Constitution of the United, United States. States. America was built on embracing possibilities. This is what we do. This is what we do. This is what we do. We bring out the best in the people who serve. Because America calls for nothing less. So you can be all you can be. 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 Ah, you gotta admit they're trying hard. <laughs> they, that that was a pretty good one and if you actually saw the video part of it uh there's no noticeable woke stuff going on in the background 
Uh, yes, the people that are speaking are diverse, but we are a diverse country, so everybody's more or less represented there, and in a positive manner, not not what you're used to seeing. There's certainly nobody with pink hair, or nobody noticeably uh, stands out that they're fitting the narrative that they're trying to push, so they seem like they're scared to me that recruiting numbers are down, and they should be. They should be scared that not only recruiting numbers are down, but at, as the size of our military has continued to shrink over the past four decades, they should be concerned because right now the world is in a bad situation. With everything that's going on overseas, it doesn't, it doesn't look like we're heading in a good direction. To give you some actual statistics and numbers, we're going to go all the way back to 1985, we were standing at a strong 2,151,600 servicemen. Now you fast forward all the way to 2021, and we are at a whopping 1,388,000. A drop of close to a million servicemen in the last four decades. Why should you be concerned? Well... Who is our biggest adversary right now? And most Americans statistically agree now that they share the same opinion that most of us have for China. That China is uh, one of the biggest threats to the United States as far as another country is concerned. Well, China stands at a very strong, as of 2022, 2,535,000 service members. They are outpacing us. They have 1.2 million more servicemen than we have. That's why that should concern you. That's why I believe there is now this push that they're trying to do the best they can to continue to recruit because we are, in fact, outnumbered. That is disturbing and dangerous because China has allies just as we do. So no matter how many allies we have, and we could say, yeah, well, we're going to supply 1.3 million of our service members and throw it at China if needs be, or throw it at a next war, whatever the next war that's coming may be. Uh, and then you can add in whoever else is our ally. Well, they have allies the same as we do, just China and Russia, and they're in there with Saudi Arabia and Iran and Iraq and Venezuela and, and all the rest of their allies. So... The fact of the matter is the wealthiest and largest in their group still outnumbers the wealthiest and largest in our group. Doesn't look real, real good going forward. The future looks a little bit bleak, I would say, because if something does pop off and we're in a time right now where you just don't know, but if it does, we're a lot shorthanded. <laughs> it's not going to be good. I can tell you that. This is what woke ideology promotes. This is what all this wokeness does. That's just the, the infection that spreads through every part of the country. You just saw uh, for the climate change activists, you just saw your one of your biggest supporters, the 16th largest bank in the country, which is still a small bank. I mean, it's not, it's not your mom and pop bank down the street from you, but in relation to the size of the big banks, it's a smaller bank. You just saw them go broke because they're investing all their money into their all uh, into ESG. And of course, the government, even though they say they're not bailing them out, and we spoke about this yesterday, it broke way after uh, I had recorded that that uh, 
they are going to step in and they're going to cover the deposits and what was in these people's bank accounts, even though they were uninsured. That's a bailout. They're telling you it's not a bailout, but it is a bailout. You're, you're bailing out a bank that should be punished. I'm not saying the people there should be punished, but you're bailing out a bank that there was a misuse of funds and they were investing in, in nonsense and technology that doesn't exist and woke ideology. And so their ESG score was fantastic. And guess what? Now, everybody that was in that bank that either agreed or didn't agree with them are paying the price for um, them being irresponsible with your money. Now, of course, the government's going to step in and, and handle that, but that, that's besides the point. Point is, woke company, go woke, go broke. You know, famous saying now, okay, they went woke all the way. They are now officially broke. The only way that they learn their lesson is kind of like the U.S. military is learning their lesson. Either A, stop in reverse course, or B, you do what I believe the military is doing right now, which is put on a good show, say you're not going to do it, give, give me the smile and a thumbs up with your hand, with your right hand above the table and your hand below the table is giving me the finger because you're still going to continue doing what you're doing, but you're just going to put on a good show for everybody. Disney, I know that that's out of left field there, but Disney, the military, all, all these woke corporations, I, I find it hard to believe that people will just blindly trust you and say, oh, look, the military completely reversed course. Yay, let's send our, kid, let's send our kids out there. I don't believe that. Just like Disney. Oh, Disney did one movie that didn't have anything in it. That means they're back? No. Uh-uh. You got to prove, at least to me, my, my preference. You need to prove to me for years before I'll give you a certain amount of trust back or I may uh, begin to start to use some of your services again. But you will never really regain my full trust. But let me just – the point is, yeah, like I said, woke and broke, yeah, okay. There's some penalties you're going to have to pay if you're being that foolish with your finances. And if you happen to bank there, so be it. Uh, the military, you're trying hard. I think you're scared. I hope for the United States that you have actually did a 180 and said, hey, well, you know what, we're going to get out of politics and we're just going to train people to be killers the way we should be training them. And that way we can regain some trust in the military and we're not so opposed to sending the boys and girls in there to be uh to be trained we'll see only time will tell i i think it's a pr stunt personally because they're not making their quota uh, we will find out all right moving on to arizona a- arizona you know arizona's been in the limelight as of uh recent because during the 2020 election you had so many people there like i know the state that i live in we're not a blue state how, you know, how could we be having the problems that we're having here? They're having election problems. 2022, we saw what happened there. They're having all kinds of election problems. And Arizona seems to, uh, it, they're in a war for the identity of that state. Are you left? Are you right? Are you now a purple state and you're in the middle? And the war continues. The school board ends a contract with a Christian university thanks to uh, <laughs> Tamilia Venezuela. Uh, if you don't know who she is, she is a cat wearing, cat ear wearing, uh, got green hair member of the school board that says she is a queer black Latina. Okay, so she didn't like the idea that the school board was uh, working with a Christian university and that they had a contract with them, and she wasn't pleased with some of the things on her website and. 
what she said, and I quote, this is a flashback to February during a school board meeting when they were talking about Arizona's Christian University and their values. It says, my concern is when I go to Arizona Christian University's website, they're committed to Jesus Christ, accomplishing, uh, accomplishing his will and advancements on earth as in heaven. At some point, we need to get real with ourselves and take a look at who we're making legal contracts with. And the message that's at, that is sending to our community, because that makes me feel like I could not be safe in this school district. She also said, I want to know how bringing teachers from an institution that is ingrained in their values so directly brings impact to three of our board members who are part of the alphabet community. Because if we're going to bring people in whose mission, above all else, uh, it was to influence people to be biblically minded, how does that hold space for people of other faiths? How does that hold space for our members of the alphabet community? And how does that hold space for people who think that they are di- uh, who think differently and do not have the same beliefs? She was joined by her companion at the time, Kyle Clayton, who was another new board member that says, I too echo what Ms. Venezuela said. When I look into not only their core values, but the statement of faith, which they asked their students to sign and live by, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a Christian university. I know I'm, I'm pausing here for a second, but it's a Christian university. Of course, they're going to live by it. I would say the main reason that they're attending said university Christian is because they want to attend a university that shares the faith that they already believe in. So I don't know why it would be a problem that they are signing to live by the faith that they already uh, have in Jesus Christ. All right, where was I? Proselytizing is embedded into how they teach, and I just don't believe that that belongs in schools. And see, I find that interesting because if you're trying to um, preach what you believe in and you don't think that belongs in schools, is that not what the left does consistently? Aren't they injecting into schools their beliefs about the alphabet community, CRT, race, everything else? Because they're doing the very same thing. So then where does that leave us? Should we just abolish the entire school system? I certainly think we should get these members off the board, but should we abolish the entire school system? Because they're doing the same thing that they're criticizing that this Christian university is doing. Plus, you're absolutely discriminating against teachers of particular faiths. I mean, I don't know what's going on in Arizona that these people got elected. I certainly don't understand how this is not going to be challenged as of right now, at least in all the articles that I found, it's, it's not going to be challenged legally, but it needs to be, you know, you you see, they're always attacking Christianity. They're always attacking God because these people are miserable, bitter, hateful human beings that want God out of the system. They do not want him in our lives Uh, to to them. He is a problem. You see, they don't, a lot of times what it comes from is that they hate themselves. They truly do. They hate themselves. And God is a reminder to them that they're living in sin. So they don't want to feel that way. So the best that they can do is try to eliminate him from society so they could feel better about being the piece of crap human beings that they probably are. <laughs> Sorry to be so blunt. It is what it is. Okay, That's a lot of the problems that we have is that these are just bitter, hateful people and they just want to get rid of God and society. They've been trying it for, my God, 
half a century. The Christians have been persecuted since the beginning of time. Jews even worse. Uh, and they're not, they have no intention on stopping. I, this is a problem in itself. I hope it gets challenged. And Arizona, wow, you, you guys are on a, on a bad path. If you live in Arizona, I can assure you, seeing all the news that comes out of there, the election system's a mess. I know that there's a nonstop battle there. You guys have been trending more and more blue. I don't know if it's people relocating from uh, California and some of those other blue states that are bringing their politics into your state, and they're going to screw your state up the same way they did theirs. I don't know what it is, but you guys are trending in a, in a negative direction right now. You guys got to uh, regroup and try to gain some ground. This would be a good situation to challenge because it protects your first amendment right protects your religious rights there's so much involved in this one particular case that i I think you guys should get all over this because you got to start somewhere and uh, you guys are trending in a bad direction like i said i hope that maybe i'm misreading this or reading too much into it but that's at least how it appears to be because before this arizona yeah went back and forth a little bit between blue and red but it's been pretty red for a while, and you would assume that it was going to stay that way. Uh, it looks like it's starting to trend in the other direction where you're becoming more purple. Oh, and, and lastly, our borders are real secure. I know this is a, a day aged, but our borders are, are very secure. Uh, on Sunday, there was breaking news that uh, in Juarez, Mexico, a massive group of at least a 1,000 migrants attempted to rush the port of entry in El Paso in an effort to get into the United States. I guess it said most of the people there were Venezuelan. They ended up having to use some type of crowd control um, to, to, to stop them. And uh, now I'm going to use a word that we've been using for the past couple of years under the Biden administration, and I would think that if there was ever an appropriate time to use it, I think now would be a good time, invasion. Everybody said our our southern border is being invaded, uh, and a thousand people have enough nerve to rush a point of entry trying to gain access into the United States. That sounds like they're invading our southern border. What is Joe Biden and his administration going to do about it? I'm sure not a whole lot. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sure they're going to do what they've always done, which is give you pictures from areas that are not being overrun. They're going to just pretend as if the problem doesn't exist and it's not happening. And they're going to continue to allow these illegals to flow over our borders. Uh, Why are they getting so bold? I, I honestly think that there's a lot of people that understand that 2024, Joe Biden more than likely is not going to win re-election. Now, God forbid he does, but more than likely is not going to. I mean, if he even makes it that long. And they know that their time is near. So they have a limited amount of time now to do as much as they can, get across if they can possibly get here. Uh, and they're going to take their shot now. So these people are going to attempt to get here if they can. You're, I guarantee you, as we're getting closer and closer to the elections, you watch and remember this episode that these numbers will continue to rise until that point because they have no idea who's coming in next. And the next person, uh, let's just say, because we only really know uh, there's a couple people running, but let's say Donald Trump gets back in because he's the front runner of at least the people that have announced right now. He's going to shut the border back down and you're not getting in anymore. He's going to dwindle those numbers down and cut them down by 90%. So they know that their time is at hand and they know the time is near where this free for all is about to come to an end. But hey, 
Good job to the Biden administration because this is the chaos that you have created by allowing us to have open borders for the last three years. So if anybody's injured, if they had to use crowd control, anybody got injured during crowd control methods, if any of our agent, our, our, our uh, uh, citizens here got injured, if anybody that's working on the border, Border Patrol, anybody got injured, you guys own that one as well because this is a result of your piss-poor policies and the fact that you have no backbone and you will not shut down the southern border. There it is. Not a whole lot more I need to say about that. If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. It's always a great help. If you'd like to contact me, littlejoecc.com. Go to the contact section. Beyond that, I hope you have a beautiful Tuesday, and we will do it again tomorrow.